Hi, this is Darren Docterman speaking to you from the year 2020. Uh, before we go back to the year 1992, October 14th of 1992, for this episode of Talk Trek. And it's an interesting one because uh, this is yet another where Joyce is not uh, in the studio. She's uh, off on a uh, trip in Europe. And this is, uh, this is a bit uh, wild and wacky because we get a ton of callers uh, calling in and it's a bit uh, it's a bit crazy and a bit uh, uh, unintelligible in some spots uh, and this is from the KIEV years uh, back in 92 and it was uh, it was a bit of a free for all I'll just say but it's still fun and it reminded me of uh, those days and just hearing the episode again and hearing our little, we had a, a bunch of little drop-ins that guests and uh, uh, Star Trek personalities would do for us. You know, like they would come in and say, uh, um, this is uh, Persis Kambata and you're listening to Talk Trek. Uh, and these were li little things that uh, Joyce would record at conventions when there were guests there. And it was great. Uh, the Scotty one, uh, I'll tell you, Joyce, my engines just can't take that, um, was actually Jimmy Doohan, and he recorded it when he was a guest on the show. So these are some lovely uh, moments back in the olden days when Relics, the episode of Next Generation that featured Scotty, had just come out. And so we were talking about it for the first time on this episode. Uh, but anyway, and I also remember my dear friend, Dylan Del Gershio, who uh, passed away a bunch of years ago. Um, but uh, he and I did this goofy little thing called the Counterfeit Bills, where we would do dueling Shatners, basically, and uh, do our impersonations together recording songs. And we have a uh, an example of that in this episode. So anyway, enjoy this blast from the past. And thanks for listening. Radio, the final frontier. These are the adventures of the radio show Talk Trek. Its mission, to take fans and boldly go where no radio show has gone before. Welcome to the one and only call-in Trek show, Talk Trek, the convention on the air. And now, here is your host, Just another page in history, isn't it? Good evening. What an <laughs> intro. What an intro. Spectacular. Uh, <laughs> this, this is, in fact, Talk Trek. You've waited all week for it. Admit With, it. This is it. <laughs> With your host, Darren Docterman. Well, yes. Da -da -da -da. And, and, and Dylan Del Gershio. And Evie D. And Linda Simeon. And Helen Lewis. We're all here. And, uh, Good evening, gentle beings. <laughs> yes, is that a familiar? Uh, Joyce is still on her uh, on her worldwide trek, and uh, and won't be back until next week. But she will be back next week. Uh, I know you were all waiting for Dave Rossi, and so were we. But but uh, in the middle of the week, Dave Rossi got uh, a higher call. He's a higher uh, call, <laughs> preferably of the green color. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's performing. He's performing at a convention somewhere in the uh, in uh, in Canada, I believe. Edmonton. Hey? Edmonton, yeah. Hey, and, uh, we're at Edmonton? six below zero. Uh, good day. Yeah. Good day. About Star Trek today. Hey? So we're, we're in Canada <laughs> and uh, got some so, uh, Star Trek fans here. As usual, we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, but first, we should. Uh, get some sponsors in here, shouldn't we? Yeah, yes, we, we should, should hear from I, them. I think you're right. And and I'm sure we will in uh, in a little while. So <laughs> <laughs> wow, boy, bait and switch. <laughs> no, uh, uh, a lot of things going on. We have a top ten list tonight. Uh, Evie has some information on yes. what she did uh, this weekend. Very yeah. interesting things and, happening. Uh, uh, of course, we're going to talk about the Scotty episode. Oh, yeah. oh I certainly bit, hope you know, so. Wait, I, I don't think I don't think we'll spoil a lot of it for for you people who haven't seen it yet. Uh, but it will be rebroadcast re on Saturday night. Yeah, right. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. So uh, be sure uh, be sure to do that. Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. So we be uh, we will be back uh, after this message from our wonderful friends who help us bring this to you every, every week. Every week. Yeah. 
Tatsu, in the heart of Mission City, San Fernando. Fine Greek dining and friendly, relaxed atmosphere awaits you Monday through Saturday at Cerro's. Lunch, dinner, or private parties, always memorable occasions at Cerro's. And you'll return again and again to try another delicious meal from our well-balanced menu of traditional Greek dishes, soups, salads, and appetizers. Live entertainment Friday and Saturday evenings for the whole family or that cozy rendezvous. Cerro's is located at 452 North McClay in San Fernando. Call us for information or reservations at 818-365-8985. That's 818-365-8985. Cerro's Fine Greek Dining in the city of San Fernando. Tell them Talk Trek sent you. Looking for an opportunity? Interested in a real future? Tired of not being able to use your creative energy? Then think about joining the hottest show on radio today, Talk Trek. Talk Trek is looking for people who would like to help promote the show. If you're a self-starter and want to earn good money as part of our sales force, then call Joyce or Evie at 818-764-1932 and become part of this dynamic and expanding enterprise. Make it so. Channel beings, we are back. <laughs> we have a, we have a special guest in here to give uh, us to, to give our numbers yes, this uh, evening. Yes, uh, thank you, Darren. Uh, this, uh, this is uh, Mr. Sulu. What a he pleasure it is to have you with us. Uh, thank you, Evie. It's very nice to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I believe I'm going to give the numbers. Is that correct? Please yeah. do. Yes. Yes. Uh, all numbers end with K I E V. That's five four three eight. In Los Angeles, it's 628-KIEV. West LA, 837-KIEV. San Fernando Valley, 989-KIEV. Leddale Burbank, 956-KIEV. San Gabriel Valley, 443-KIEV. South Bay, 835-KIEV. And outside the 213-310-818 area code, 1-800. 540 K I E B. You're starting to sound Very a little bit good. like your captain there for a second uh, with that pause at the end. Because uh, <laughs> I, I am captain. Uh, of course. Naturally. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Sulu, for that Thank uh, you wonderful for this reading. Wonderful audience. Now, now go home. <laughs> oh, that was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> know, we've got a captain's chair here for him. Indeed. A lot of things happening it. this week. A lot of things happening. And mm-hmm. I believe uh, Evie, a lot happened with Evie this week. Yeah. You were uh, you were at a um, uh, a meeting uh, that uh, initiated the search for extraterrestrial life in uh, in our galaxy. Is that right? Yes, I was. I was out at uh, Goldstone, uh, you know, which is just outside of Barstow, mm-hmm. and uh, the it's a kind of a, a joint venture between uh, uh, NASA. And uh, JPL, and uh, we just we had it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. It really was. They've um, they built this new antenna, and they're searching the sky mm-hmm. for uh, radio waves coming in from outer space. Now, wh- when they do this, are, are they uh, uh, scanning like a bunch of different frequencies, or are they just you know plotting one specific area of the sky, or, or how do they how are they going about that? Okay, what they do is um, they break up the sky into sections, kind of like a mosaic tile, and they concentrate on one little section at a time. Mm-hmm. And two thousand bands, I believe it is, of, uh, of radio bands can come in at the same time, and they they decipher each one, and and it's really an amazing process. Wow. So it's I, I guess it's kind of like a cosmic police scanner. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> right. so what, what, are they, what are they looking for? I mean, what are they listening for? Um, they're looking for, all right, um, anything. It's It would be an artificial uh, type of, of radio frequency mm-hmm. because natural ones from – this is – in layman terms, mm-hmm. terms, the way my brother had to explain it to me. <laughs> he understood what was going on. I did not. Um, so this was his very, very basic translation. Um, a natural phenomenon like lightning and all, um, uh, the uh, bands tend to be very wide, mm-hmm. I believe it is. But an unnatural one, one that is man-made and uh, projected or whatever through an antenna, um, 
are very narrow. And so that's what they're looking for, one with like a regular uh, type of, um, not a plane, but I forget what they call it, but right. with, with a very narrow bandwidth. Right, mm -hmm. Some, something that isn't uh, naturally occurring. Right. It, it's, right. Almost, it's almost as if you're, you're in, a, in a room and you hear the ocean outside and someone's talking to you. You hear the person and you tune out the ocean. Right. You know, like crashing the Right, and that's what they have to do uh, constantly, just, you know, uh, deciphering all these different uh, things that are coming in. And it seems that Caltechies, as they call them, uh -huh. have been fooling them. There's mischievous <laughs> pranksters. <laughs> yes. Mischievous pranksters. <laughs> but, um, go ahead. So they've been, they've been sending fake, <laughs> fake signals to try yeah. and trip them up? Yeah. Dating. <laughs> Those guys, those, making those them jump a little. Pranksters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they had Mike Klein there, who's the director of the uh, HRMS project, which is High Resolution Microwave Survey, who is a wonderful, wonderful gentleman, and we do hope to have him on the show uh, in the future. Mm. Um, but he's the uh, he's from JPL. He was a very humorous person, and he must have something to do with. He must be a I don't know if he's a Star Trek fan, mm -hmm. but he certainly knows something about it because when they initiated the search, he stood there and said, guess what? Uh, I, I don't know what. He said, make it so. Is that right? <laughs> we all went, that whoa! Right? <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> Starting the ear toward the final frontier. Yeah. Star Trek is very pervasive, isn't it? It's In every field, right? That's, that's I mean, great. You know, you had people here from NASA and SETI and... Uh, the HRMS project, JPL, and uh, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. All the I news on, media was there. I heard on the news that Carl Sagan spoke. He did, he did, and he was a wonderful, wonderful speaker. Uh, he speak to the children, or? Yeah, he, there yeah. were children there, and uh, he spoke to the kids. He had them sitting up front, and he told them what was going on, because, like I said, this was above my head. So think yeah. of what a, a, there were seven-year-olds there. That's wonderful. So, uh, But he explained things to them in, in children's terms, and, yeah. and where, how they could understand, and it was really amazing. It was really a, a very nice experience. And, of course, that's really where our future is, the children. Yeah, I mean, I it is. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we're in trouble. So we gotta, you know, I mean, I think that's great that Carl Sagan, you know, as as brilliant as he is, uh, took the time and 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 spoke and tried to put it into terms that they can understand. Yeah, you know, I think that's mm -hmm. great. Try and, and reach out. Yeah, and I thought that you know he brought out a, a couple of really nice points, and he said that you know the search for ETs is driven by technologies and technology of today and of tomorrow. And um, he was saying that, um, you know, scientists want to know really what is out there uh, because there are so many different planets that potentially could house life mm -hmm. as yeah. such as ours. So, um, they, of course, scientists want to know are the laws of physics the same? And, and um, you know, people always, you know, they, they did connect it with Columbus Day, but um, he said that they were celebrating the spirit of exploration and discovery. And he said that they were seeking knowledge only, you know, mm. uh, unlike Columbus in his day and with right. what went on. You so know, maybe there is some hope for mankind. I know, right? <laughs> well, well they, he called it the, the good old, you know, American pioneer spirit and yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. That's great that they coincided it with uh, uh, Columbus Day uh, observances, which was, this, right. they did it this weekend. And, of mm -hmm. course, it was Columbus Sunday Day Monday. was Monday, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. The 100th anniversary of that uh, momentous Has occasion. it been that long? It just <laughs> seemed like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot of things happened this week. Uh, remember, on Monday was the uh, long-awaited episode with Scotty That's on the Next right. Generation Relic, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. which uh, yeah. which I made a point of of seeing. I I sort of I sort of uh, had a had a little bit of uh, disagreement with the title, but I think it mm -hmm. I think they worked it in very nicely and tastefully. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Let's uh, let's see if uh, if anyone else out there has something to uh, tell us tonight. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Mr. Scott. To talk about Mr. Scott. It's Hi. Jason. It's hey, Jason. Hey, greetings, Mr. I, I Scott. I beat her. I beat her. I knew I would. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you beat, Jeanette? Uh, pardon me, Jeanette? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But, that's um, right. It, it has to happen occasionally. Oh yeah. I wanted to be tonight because I have I owned a pick. All right, what Ooh. is it? What's your bone? Well, well, they've turned the greatest engineer of all time into a liar. Oh, and uh, what makes you think that, lad? Well, he, uh, 
<laughs> exaggerated repair times. <laughs> Two hours when it only would have taken one or a half. Well, the secret's out then, I guess. I mean, now Scott, Scotty's just an engineer now. Well, That's, I mean, it's so it's so bogus. I mean, these guys. I, I think they sort of hinted at his uh, at his uh, modus operandi in uh, in Star Trek Three. Yeah. When uh, Captain Kirk said, "Mr. Scott, have you always multiplied your repair times by a factor of four? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. uh, I think there was a hint of that, but I I, I liked how it came across. Well, it was it was a good it was a, it was nice to see him again. Yeah, you know, see, he 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 looked, he looked out of place, sort of, kind of in a way. He did. Yeah. Um, but not as out of place as Captain Picard looked on the on bridge. bridge. The bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody did a double take. I think when they saw that, you know, it's like uh, it was almost like he was intruding. Really, <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't have any business there. And it seemed to me they didn't have to have the the right amount of awe, you know. Like this is this is Mr. Scott, without whom none of our technology would work today. Right. They weren't. Well, I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote odd. that. I would think that Mr. Data would have uh, shown them a lot more interest in him. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think I mean I think uh, there was an interesting moment that that could have happened uh, in Ten Forward when uh, Data comes up to Mr. Scott. And he, because you know how how uh, data collects all this information, and if if something happens, he'll do research and do background on whatever mm -hmm. they're picking up or whatever. He could have said, "Well, you know, Mr. Scott, I uh, I spoke with uh, a crewmate of yours because, of course, he spoke oh, yeah, with Dr. Scott. McCoy. Yeah, no, he Dr. Talked, McCoy, yeah. That's right, that's right. And there's no mention of either of those characters in this episode. Mm. Would have been interesting. I mean, if they're going to tie it up like this, mm -hmm. might as well." Can't wait to find out who appears next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because, you know, Scotty never got to enjoy his uh, refreshment at the uh, 10 Forward Lounge at the very end, right? No, I didn't. Yeah. So uh, he's got to be invited back. <laughs> Something. Maybe, maybe he'll uh, he'll stop in on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice. hey, you know what? Maybe he ought to open a bar on Deep work. Space Nine. It's <laughs> uh, only Scotch. The Call saloon, Scott. yeah. Scotty's place. Hey, that'd be interesting. Has anybody heard of the Starfleet headquarters of the Dharma Fashion Center? Yes, Dr. Yeah. Ben. Got to, got to, got to, got to see that. Got to check that out. Uh, we were there uh, at, on yes. Wednesday. Mm? Yes, it's uh, it's quite fun. It's wow. well stocked. <laughs> well stocked with uh, Star Trek collectibles. <laughs> oh, let's walk off with it all. <laughs> yeah, take 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 lots of money. You're gonna need it. Well, thank you for calling, Jason. Thanks a lot. Have a good evening. Good to hear from you. You too. You too. And. Uh, and I think we're going to be going to uh, to our sponsors. Uh, pay the bills. Pay more mm -hmm. pay the bills. And, uh, yeah. and we'll Keep be back on the air. right after that. Wondering how to increase your business and call attention to yourself in these competitive times? Gain exposure and recognition through custom imprinted promotional products. T-shirts, caps, coffee mugs, pens, tote bags, buttons, and magnets, just to name a few. Thousands of items available to promote yourself, your business, organization, or fundraiser. Hand them out to your customers and prospects and watch the referrals come in. Call New Century Promotional Products of 1-800-729-6104 for your free full-color catalog now. Don't have a logo or artwork? Our graphic arts department can create something unique. New Century Promotional Products also carries a wide range of products made from recycled materials. Call 1-800-729-6104. 1-800-729-6104. Building your business is our business. Serving all of California and the galaxy beyond. Hello from the Anaheim Star Trek Convention. This is Kathy Levante. And this is Susie Tucci. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Talk Trek International Network. Having car troubles or need a tow? Call Bevig at 818-247-6352. Bevig's Auto Service and Towing is located at 760A West California, just off San Fernando Road in Glendale. He's fair, honest, and his prices are reasonable. Bevig will change your opinion of auto mechanics. But don't forget to tell him that Joyce and Evie from Talk Trek sent you. He'll treat you extra special. That's Bevig's Auto Service and Towing, 818-247-6352. And we're back with uh, yes. Talk Trek. 
And I believe we're going to do the numbers there, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I, I guess I, I will, uh, Mr. Bond. Um, uh, let's see, we have a, a couple lines uh, open. 837-KIEV, uh, 956-KIEV, that's in uh, Glendale, Burbank. Uh, San Gabriel Valley, 443-KIEV. Uh, South Bay, 835-KIEV. And uh, so uh, those lines are open, so you might, uh, might as well call. <laughs> please, please call. We're we're begging you to call. We're, we're begging we're you. No, I, please, I, I, I think it might be a, a great uh, opportunity tonight to um, have uh, people who haven't called in just to say hello. Yeah. Just, just briefly, yeah. you know, make sure we get your names and everything, so you know we can we can contact you in the future if there's anything coming up. Join um, our big happy family. That's right. Star Trek. You know, even if you just say hi. Yeah, don't you don't be have shy. to know. You don't have to know anything about Star Trek. Yeah. I know very little. I'm very new at yeah. Star Trek. So this is I'm a challenge. Well, all operators are setting up. <laughs> well, hey, who was that? I, I told Mr. Sulu to get out of here, but he, he keeps coming back. He just likes that captain's chair. I don't know. Yeah, give us a call. All operators are standing by. <laughs> we dare you. Call in now. Right. We have calling frequencies are open. <laughs> we have a top ten list. Yes, we do. Uh -oh. we, you know, we know you've been waiting for this. And wait no longer, because this week's top ten list is... Top ten things Jordy LaForge huh. can do with his visor. Ooh. Now, it's, isn't that... should be interesting. It's, it's rot <laughs> with all kinds of things. Okay, the number ten reason. The number ten thing Jordy can do with his visor, X-ray vision on Counselor Troy. Ooh. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, he can strain spaghetti on Italian nights. No, no. Number eight, Shuttle 7 needs a new air filter. Take that thing <laughs> off, put it on. Reason number seven, it makes a great boomerang. <laughs> Oops, duck, here it comes. Okay. And number six of the top ten things Jordy LaForge can do with his visor, picks up 152 cable stations. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said he could use that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, reason number five, it's great for safely watching supernovas. Okay, I think yeah. there's a good uh, safety uh, factor there. Oh, right. Turn that down a little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, and number four, it's a unique fashion accessory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, it's useful for spotting those pesky antimatter leaks. <laughs> They're always a problem on the new ship. <laughs> Look out. Okay, number two, he can put it in his mouth and do... Gorn impressions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one of the there we go. Jordy, the supervisor, is the beach. He can see what he can see. He can see. Wow. That was a big leap there. Well, well, yet another top ten no. list down the drain. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was thinking we were talking about all those. Uh, uh, contact with extraterrestrial life and everything. If we were to actually, if, if an E.T. came up to us... If an E.T. <laughs> okay, I, I'll bite. If an E.T. An E.T. came what? up to us and said, and take said, me to your leader. Take me to my leader. Who, who would you take them to? Uh, I, I, I do not know. <laughs> well, Ed McMahon. Ed, yeah. <laughs> oh, camel breath, right? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, interesting uh, question. Yeah, it did, really is. Did they, did they talk about that at all, Evie? Um, not, not from any platform. That was just kind of a... Uh, we had kind of discussed it a little bit, just among ourselves. I was mm -hmm. with a, you know, just a small group of friends. There were five of us. And um, one, of the, one of the men who was a uh, uh, professor... Uh, at a university in the uh, South, um, who now works with SETI, mm -hmm. you know, started asking these different questions, and and we thought, wow, what would we do? Yeah. What would we do? Let's hear from our audience. Yeah. What yeah. would we do? Sure. What, who would you take? What, what a great segue. Let's go to the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, you're on Talk Trek. Welcome. Uh, this is Sunday. Hey, Sunday. Hi. Hey, I see that nobody really understood my joke last week. <laughs> they say who's they? Is it about the um, about the, the Enterprise Enterprise D being built by Marriott. No. Marriott. Right. I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, uh, you're right. We we don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't bite. What what's the, what's the What's the joke? What's the joke? In Marriott, there's always too much carpets around the place. Oh. oh. <laughs> and of 
course, to make, that, to, make that, <laughs> <laughs> to make that leap for our audience out there, if you're not really with it, there's a lot of carpet on the new Enterprise. <laughs> That's right. There's mm-hmm. an awful lot of carpet. And there apparently, on the old. There's a it's a flying carpet. <laughs> <laughs> According to the uh, episode on Monday, there's apparently a lot of carpet on the old Enterprise that I hadn't noticed before. Well, maybe, maybe I'm just nitpicking there. Well, <laughs> well, so how, how did how did you like the uh, Scotty episode Sunday? Oh, I thought it was pretty good, except for one part mm-hmm. where Picard said that it was Alderbeer and whiskey. Uh huh. Alderbeer and whiskey was oh, not an original idea. Well, Alderbeer was a planet they used in a cartoon show. Well, you know, oh. Alderbeer is actually a star. Mm-hmm. He so, said Alderbeer. Uh, yeah, but he said Alderbaran, not oh. Aldebaran. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you brought well, up a good point. Uh, yeah. We can always count on you for, for pointing out things that we haven't noticed before. Thank yeah. you, Sundance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Captain Picard. Tomorrow at the AMC in Century Theater, uh-huh. um, Century City, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be showing Star Trek Two at 10 a.m. Oh, that's right. Mm, that's great. right. They're having a, a, a screening of uh, a lot of older films. <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, and at the L.A. Museum of Art, mm-hmm. the Leo Bing Theater, right? Um, they're having an industrial light and magic tribute, and they're going to be showing Star Trek III. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's been going on for the last uh, couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, the ILM uh, retrospective there at the L.A. County Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very good. That's great. And for just anybody that wants to know, Mostly Harmless is out. It's the fifth book in the trilogy of The Checker's Guide. Oh, hmm. boy. Books, uh-huh. huh? Books. I'll, have to, I'll have to pick that up. You are king of the books, Sundance. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Sundance. Thank you, sir. Uh, Take care. Yeah. Good night. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on Talk Track. Hi. Darren? Yes. Hi, this is Joe Haley. How are you? <laughs> Joe Haley. Yeah. Haley the Comet. That's right. What? How are you, Joe? I'm fine. And I hear you're on the radio. That's fantastic, Darren. <laughs> your, your ears are, uh, are, are treating you. Yeah. Well, Woody says hello. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to, um, I wanted to ask you in your expert opinion, uh, well, a few things. I was wondering, well, you know, one of Freud's main theories is like that all of our motives are really sexual. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard he was a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Freud, you know? <laughs> this is very good. I'm glad well, you brought this up. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, if you put Freud's theories to like the concept of Star Trek or just basically the characters like Spock and Kirk. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering really if, if they were run by their groins or by their intellect. You well, know? run by their groins. Spock was definitely by his intellect, but I was just wondering, did Spock ever try like kissing a girl in any episode? Well, you know? yeah, yes. He did. Layla yes. Colomi was an old flame. He of, did? Uh, of Spock, yeah. Uh, that, that was uh, this side of paradise. Of paradise. What about the Byron Holly episode? Was she also that's, that's, of his race? Him? Pardon? No, no, no. No, she wasn't. She was a she was an Earth Earth woman that he had met uh, years before. Wow. Who uh, who had a mad passionate uh, uh, crush on him, crush and on him he, he, he wouldn't re- respond. Right. He, until this he episode. Didn't until he, until he was, this episode. He didn't have Ponfar. Is that what that stuff is? Yeah, Ponfar. Well, that, that that's true too. But he's he's taken over by alien spores that bring out his human side. Whoa. <laughs> but as to as to Captain Kirk's motivation, I think uh, his record speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he like he kissed a lot of girls on oh. a lot of episodes. Well, he put on a lot of food. Is yeah. what, well, what was the best girl as far as like you know it, that you thought he was maybe gonna like uh, I don't know I don't, uh, set up housekeeping? You probably have to ask him that. I think. Yeah. 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 But you know, I always had a I always had a a thing for um, the uh, the woman in the Gamesters of Triskelion. Yeah, Shauna. Shauna. Oh, she was a very attractive uh, woman. She wasn't, like, green or anything, was she? No, no but no. she had green hair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some of the people I knew from punk rock days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Star Trek set a lot of trends that way. Anyway, thank you for calling, Joe. I think oh, you hello? 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 One more thing. Okay. I was just wondering, it was a two-parter. I should have let you know earlier. Okay. Wasn't that kind of a letdown in the last movie, the way they made autographs, you know? <laughs> On I, the whole big screen, I, th- I thought it, I thought it was a good ending. If in fact that was, was going to be the real last ending. film, yeah. But yeah. Uh, now that we're hearing that the, they're thinking of another one, I don't think it was such a good oh ending. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially that. So, well, we shall see as the months progress. Yeah. Well, good talking to you, buddy. Thanks for calling, Thanks, Joe. Joe. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, you're on Talk Track. Craig. Hello, Craig. Hey. I have a question for Dave. 
Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, you didn't tune into the first part of our that. show. No. Yeah, yeah. He's in uh, Edmonton. He's in where? Edmonton. Oh, okay. Canada. Oh, doing I, yeah, yeah doing he's here last week. Yeah, he was he was supposed to be. Yeah, but yeah. he has a creation convention, and uh, he, he was asked to go at the last minute because uh, someone to canceled. Fill in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, nonetheless, I do have an interesting bit of trivia for you guys. Okay, you guys please all do. Know that Rene was one of the new cast members of Deep Space Nine, yes, right? Yes, he plays the shapeshifter security officer. Right, Odo. Well, you, I don't know if you knew, one of his pre... He's no more the stage actor. One of his credits previously before Star Trek was the original cast of the broader musical Big River. He played the character of the Duke. Hmm. Do you know who succeeded him in the role? Gosh, um... I don't know. I don't uh, think Dave Rossi would have known that either. George C. Scott? No. Brent uh, Spiner. Brent Spiner. Oh, so, so there's a connection. coincidence, the fact that they both ended up in Star Trek. That's very interesting. What a coinky-dink. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. thanks, for, thanks for bringing that up, Craig. That's that I, Another interesting little thing. I don't know. This is kind of unrelated to Star Trek, mm -hmm. but... You know, for years we've been hearing that for the first time in television history when Star Trek Second Pilot was commissioned, that was the first time. Mm -hmm. In actual point of fact, it wasn't. Today, TBS showed the original pilot of Gilligan's Island. That's right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more out of curiosity. If you watch the episode that actually kicked off the show, which had the cast members we all know, mm -hmm. they used footage from that first episode because they reshot it. Apparently, it was rejected and they didn't like some of the cast members. That was kind of the pilot. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that it was wrong. I don't know if you, how they defi define a pilot, but a pilot, by definition, should introduce the characters, and the second right. episode did that. Right. I, so, uh, I think we'd have to check the dates on that, because I, I have a suspicion that Star Trek was before uh, Gilligan's Island. Well, it, actually, as I recall, Gilligan's Island came on the air in 64, and Star Trek didn't come on until 66, but mm. it may well, have been mm, the pilot You're probably shot right, first. then. You're probably right, yeah. then. Well, okay. Excellent. Thanks for calling, Craig. Those yeah. are some really well, good I points. I think you guys should check out Blade Runner, the director's cut. It's we great. did. I have. It's great. It's, it's very good. Feature <laughs> <laughs> to that one. We don't, we don't waste any time here in Talk Trek. Thank you, Craig. Thanks sure. a lot, Craig. Okay, um, I think we have to go to a commercial again. And uh, reminding everyone, this is KIEV, 870 AM stereo. And uh, let's hear a word from the nice people that uh, bring you us. Okay. <laughs>
818-764-1932 and become part of the Talk Trek Flightcast. That's 818-764-1932. Isn't that, isn't that something? That's the counterfeit bill's doing Sweet Caroline. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you, you, you can only hear the archives of the counterfeit bills on Talk Trek. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and nowhere else, thank goodness. Let's, let's take another call. <laughs> Hello, you're on Talk Trek. 
Hello? No. Don't be shy. Is there something you said? <laughs> Anybody there? Is there not. anybody oh. out there yeah. yet? Oh, there is. Hello. Yes. Hello. Turn your radio down. Turn, turn your radio down. That sounds like Frank Gorshin imitating Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a bit. Maybe a bit. Maybe a bit. <laughs> Another quick one. What? Is, is Ross Perot getting royalties for uh, modeling as a Ferengi? <laughs> oh, excellent. Excellent. Good zinger. I like that. Let me write that one down. That's I, really good. I wish I were back on the Tonight Show so I could put that in the monologue. <laughs> oh, let's, let's, let's talk about the laddie now. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty. Uh, Just Scotty. In 10 Forward, when Data was looking for something suitable for Scotty to drink. Yes. That little uh, bit was lifted from the original, and and Scotty was with character doing it. That's right. That's, That's right. right. It was from. Uh, uh, I forget the name. By of any it. other name. Right. I, I yeah. can't. I can't. I, that's why I wish Joyce was here. She'd remember the uh, episode. But it was when by the any Kelvin, other name. By any other name. The, when the Kelvin abducted the uh, right. Enterprise. Yes, and they turned them into the uh, the cubed the cubes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they distilled them down. The crewmen. Yeah, oh. I, was, I was disappointed. Scotty didn't have a comeback such such that, Data my lad, you wouldn't be trying to overstimulate me now, would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's true. But you have to remember that this is the next generation, and I'm sure that they didn't want to any of their characters to look bad. Right. <laughs> and they, of course not. And they well, don't get stimulated. Right. <laughs> yes, it's true. Probably has something to do with all that profiting. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Captain Picard shared. Mm -hmm. mm, I that looked that like too. plastic, extruded <laughs> plastic. I'm sure it was a high-tech 24th century uh, hybrid of some kind of thing. That and what, you know, what about that I bottle? Was, what about that bottle? That, well, that, that bottle actually looked strangely uh, like a, uh, a Cuervo uh, 1800 bottle. <laughs> you might find in your liquor well, well, I didn't object to the bottle, but I, I thought uh, when Picard was down it, quaffing his uh, thirst there, mm -hmm. I thought I saw the extrusion knob on the bottom of the glass. <laughs> well, you know, the replicators often do that so that uh, people feel at home. <laughs> I, I, I would suggest to the property manager that uh, perhaps for for a uh, consideration in the credits that they could get a glass blower to uh, blow some glasses <laughs> for ten forward. Maybe they could. Maybe they could. But I, I'm could. sure I'm sure they went over budget on that uh, with the uh, building the Enterprise uh, set. That's yes, true. there's a gentleman on Prodigy that claims to have uh, walked on both uh, the original set and the uh, Next Generation set. Hmm. Well. Who knows? What was your name again? Uh, this is Dan from Anaheim. Yeah, oh, Dan. 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 Didn't get it at, the, at first. Thanks for well, calling. Thanks for calling, Dan. Okay. Good point. Next, I'll have to call back when you when uh, the next generation visits the Melkotians. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be interesting. Thanks for calling, Dan. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye -bye. Hello, you're on Talk Track. Uh, hello? Yes, welcome. Yeah, this is Ron from L.A. Hello, Hi, Ron. Ron. Hi, Ron. Hey, um... Well, you know, as for that, that glass uh, from the Scotty episode, mm -hmm. I mean, that was transparent aluminum. Probably right. You've never had it actually highlighted and someone pointing to it, but that's what it is. <laughs> also, uh, the Ross Perot comment, uh, boy, I was going to call in with my own, and I'm sick of listening to the show and people calling in and using it as a forum for this to... <laughs> to express their political views. You know. <laughs> Star Trek political views? You know. I love that episode with the guys with the half black faces, half white faces. That was so, so poignant. Right. But I have to say, I'm looking back at the old Star Trek and... It's great, isn't it? Well, no, let's face it. <laughs> the model for Ross Perot was Baylock. As far that, as I'm concerned. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a, the young, young Ross Perot. He has the same voice, too, just a different accent. <laughs> Hello, Captain. You and I are very much alike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that, that's all I was doing. Oh, yeah, actually, I, I wanted to ask you uh, if you'd heard anything about the rumor of George Takei appearing in the new Python film. Uh, 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 uh. Well, I, I don't know if anybody's actually heard uh, about that yet officially, but uh, oh, please tell us, Captain. Uh, well, uh, you know those wild and wacky pythons. George, uh, I, possible. I, I don't think you're contractually uh, uh, able to do that, so I, I don't think we want to get you in trouble. Oh, uh, yes, my boss is at Fairbout. Could uh, easily uh, put the hammer on me. Uh, no, so it's, it's an idle rumor that I've heard. I'm, I, it sounded serious, like they're doing a, a movie about the Gumbies. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's 
first that'll movie be fascinating still, if so it ever comes out. What you're actually saying is that the Pythons are going to get together again for another movie? Is that I, right? Look, I just hear, I heard it as a rumor. Very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, total, totally bogus. And it could be. be you heard it all from Ron. Ron. <laughs> Whatever it is, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess, now everyone knows. But apparently, with Graham Chapman gone, you know, they we're looking for another member. And that member is George Takei, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, God, uh, you know, I've, I've always been known as a comic genius when I'm not on uh, Star Trek. Incidentally, I think you guys should talk more about the, uh, the animated series, because that was always my favorite. Well, you know, the host here, Darren, for this <laughs> week, uh, just happens to be the expert on, uh, on animated Trek, because uh, that was his first Trek experience. Yes. So he's very well learned in that. Perhaps one day we'll we'll devote a whole whole episode if, if Joyce would like to do that. But that's up to Joyce. So thanks anyway. Thanks for calling, Ron. All right. Take care. Thanks. Okay, you too. Bye. Hi, you're on Talk Track. I don't believe it. <laughs> believe it. Hello, everybody. This is Mike from Somar. Hey, Mike. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's been a month. It's about time to bring you off today. By the way. I love relics. I was an unsentimental old coot, and this is great. Yes, I did. I even thought, despite of what everybody says, the the touch of the old bridge. Although, I was curious wh whose they borrowed to use it because the original bridge I thought was destroyed. It it was. Yeah. Uh, they they rebuilt they, uh, a, a they small rebuilt section, section of, it. of it. And the first uh, uh, the first shot where you see Scotty. It was nice. Yeah, it, it really was. was. Um. I've been listening to you people and wondering who who put the R level sodium into your water to give you all cerebral hemorrhoids tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, you that, know, that, that, I mean, Neil Diamond must be must be turning in his in his um, recording studio right now. Well, uh, I, I think he actually had Bill in mind when he wrote that song. You know, no, actually, he turned it was a girl. It was a girl back in New York named Caroline. <laughs> no, but um, above me on everything else. Uh, with everything that's going on with Trek, and by the way, I do have some spoilers on Deep Space Nine, but uh -huh. I will I will tell you all another time. <laughs> uh, Thank you. I want to give a shameless plug and put out a call for help. Mm -hmm. In that, uh, help me, Spock. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously speaking, so mm -hmm. um, I am looking for material for. Um, the science fiction symposium I mentioned about a month and a half ago mm -hmm. called Life, the Universe, and Everything 11 up in Provo. Right. Mm. Especially, get this, they want a Klingon drinking song. I am dead serious. <laughs> I threaten them. I threaten that in order for them to make me do it, they'd have to give me kosher gach with jalapeno peppers, kosher <laughs> targ with tahina. <laughs> only I would come up with something like that, right? Wow. <laughs> no, wow. but if anybody knows of anything as far as a Klingon drinking song, let them know and when I call and they can always get a message to me, I guess, through Talk Trek here. Okay. Absolutely. Very um, good. No, but there is some interesting stuff coming out about Deep Space Nine. Well, we, we, we will have to hear about that probably next week because we have to go to a commercial right now. Okay. We've got a lot of calls tonight. Have a good weekend, Thanks everybody. Thanks a lot for calling. Thanks, Thank you. Mike. Thank Take you, care. Mike. Bye-bye, Mike. Take care. Bye. And now let's, uh, let's hear from those wonderful people who bring you us every week. Thank you. Six years, Cafe 50s has been serving satisfied customers with 50s fun and delicious food. Great selection of mouth-watering hot and cold sandwiches. For dinner, Cafe 50s serves up delicious blue plate specials, like old-fashioned meatloaf with homemade mashed potatoes whipped to perfection. Or try our delectable chicken piccata, breast of chicken and zucchini sautéed with capers in a lemon butter sauce. For dessert, it's fresh from the oven apple, cherry, and blueberry pie, or our incredible hot chocolate fudge cake. Cafe 50s in Venice on Lincoln Boulevard, in Sherman Oaks on Van Nuys Boulevard, and the new location in West L.A. on Santa Monica Boulevard, just east of Barrington. Cafe 50s. This is Persis Kambata. You're listening to Talk Trek, Fandom's Final Frontier. Very good. Looking for an opportunity? Interested in a real future? Tired of not being able to use your creative energy? Then think about joining the hottest show on radio today, Talk Trek. Talk Trek is looking for people who would like to help promote the show. If you're a self-starter and want to earn good money as part of our sales force, then call Joyce or Evie at 818-764-1932 and become part of this dynamic and expanding enterprise. Make it so. 
Talk Trek, KIEV, 870 AM. And uh, we're here with uh, Dylan. Dylan. Yes. And Evie D. And yes. Helen. <laughs> Don't be so tentative, Helen. It's okay, I think. Helen. <laughs> you look like Helen to me. You look like Linda. Thank you. <laughs> we are. And, you know, I want to say a special, we love you, Joyce, out there, wherever you wherever are. You we may love be. you, Joyce. Winging your way around Europe, uh, you Beaming know. her way around. <laughs> <laughs> warping way your way around, around Europe. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, warping is it. That's spreading it. the gospel of Talk Trek. And uh, right now, speaking of spreading the gospel... There are some phone lines open. Thank you very much. There are. <laughs> and uh, the Los Angeles lines, which are 628-KIEV, and West LA, which is 837-KIEV, and, of course, we have uh, Glendale Burbank, 956-KIEV, and San Gabriel Valley, 443-KIEV, which is 5438. Please call. I'm daring you. We've got 15 minutes. I'm challenging you. Call now if you've never <laughs> called before. Call. Do it. Let me tell you, Joyce, my engines just can't take that, you know. <laughs> you've got to do something. Okay. Figure it out, guys. You're a miracle worker. Hi, you're on Talk Trek. Hello there. What a happy crew. <laughs> really having a good time. This is Fritz from Westlake. Hey, yes. Fritz. Hey, Fritz. I want to ask you something. You see show national, is, is it still local? Yeah. Well, right, right now we're still pretty local. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you something. In fact, before you mentioned Carl Sagan, mm -hmm. you know, this week he had his face all over the television screen. Yeah. He's searching for knowledge. <laughs> let me ask you something. Is the name Billy Meyer, does the name Billy Meyer mean anything to you? Billy Meyer. Billy Meyer is from Switzerland. No? He is the gentleman who has the Palladian contact. He has 10,000 pages of knowledge from the stars written down, hmm. and it has gone towards distribution. Some people uh, buy it in book form, and it's outstanding. I mean, this is the real thing. Mm -hmm. The UFOs exist, and they come from interdimensional Palladian mm -hmm. uh, system. I read that mm. book. I did. It's mm. fascinating. Everything. Well, of course, uh, there's pro and con in the UFO movement. Of this kind of gets real. Believe me, it hasn't gone away for 17 years. And there's footage of videos where you see two, three craft hovering together. And then the, the, the still pictures, of course, the, the anti-UFO movement said they're all fake. Even for the people in the UFO movement say they're fake because right. it couldn't not be that a farmer in Switzerland has this contact face-to-face -face with aliens, but it exists. <laughs> and in, the, in years to come, you're going to hear much, much more about this case. I'm sure yeah, we will. No, absolutely. I'm sure we will. It's a, it's a yes. vast subject. Remember the name Bill and Meyer, believe me. Billy Meyer. We sure uh, will. Sure it's, will. Uh, it's, a, it's quite a subject in the UFO field. Right. Oh, yeah. Thank you. The good work, guys. Thank and you And you know much. about the sightings in Puerto Rico and, and Mexico and in Florida, golf plays, it's still going on. Indeed. Great. Indeed. Thanks yeah. for calling, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Too much LDS. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Captain. Oh. Hello. 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 I am a new caller. Yay! Yay. And, and what might your name be? I go back with Star Trek clear back to the pilot uh, show. In fact, the pilot show that I first saw on August of NBC, uh, or August of 66, was the one about the uh, Nancy Crater. Nancy, I've got salt! <laughs> <laughs> Smell it! <laughs> the man trap. Uh, and I wonder if anyone's ever had a contest of people you know who can quote the most lines from Star Trek or well, that's interesting those, I will write that down know, and do you it. have James Doohan I can remember when he when the um, on Changeling it goes Captain you're really not going to bring that thing aboard are you taking any more shots at us or <laughs> or the one about uh, uh, the trouble with tribbles and he says um, Laddie don't you think you should rephrase that statement <laughs> and uh, <laughs> says you're right I should. <laughs> I don't mean to say that the Enterprise should be hauling garbage. I meant I to mean say to it should be hauled away as garbage. There you go. Um, and then, of course, Mr. Sulu. I like Mr. Sulu. Captain, phaser's locked on. The human speedometer. Yes. Warp 7, sir. Yes, Captain. Our shields are buckling. But if they ever had a contest like that, you know, we need that for our, our warp engines, sir. We, we need more dilithium crystals. <laughs> um, you, what, what is your name? I'm Bruce from uh, Fullerton. Bruce? Bruce well, Bruce, you've won, uh, because you are a new caller, you've got uh, free dinner for two at uh, Cafe 50s. Oh, where is that Atlas? It is 
Um, yeah, there's a few locations. There's, a couple, there's, uh, there's, there's one locations. Yeah, we're going to send them. Are they in there? <laughs> no. No, okay. Have to be um, there's we'll one have in Sherman to. Oaks yeah. On Nice Boulevard. There's one in right. Venice, California, uh, Lincoln Boulevard. Me, and and the, on the uh, on the tickets that we send you, there yeah. there will be uh, yeah, the, the locations will be there. Yeah. So you can go to the locations. Because my wife and I, she'll love it, you know, because. We'll bring our little three-week-old daughter along. Oh, that's oh, great. Three-week-old daughter, she's going to... Aye. I also like when Scotty says uh, to Nurse Chapel when she was hitting Spock, what are you doing, woman? <laughs> have they ever had a contest like that, you know, where uh, people try to quote lines from Star Trek? No, but, you know, I just wrote it down, and we're going to use that as a suggestion in one of the future shows. Perhaps Joyce will want to do something like that's that. That's a very good idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, when, when you had that little excerpt of uh, Captain... Or, or, uh, sir, there was a multi-legal creature calling on your shoulder. <laughs> you know, and I, I can remember the, the uh, High Council of Mini R7 saying, lock onto the Star Cruiser now orbiting us. <laughs> the Star Cruiser. That, uh, um, you know, it's hard to say which of the shows was, was better, whether it's the old or the new generation. I Well, the important thing is, can you quote uh, one of those great lines from the next generation? Um, no. See? Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I like, uh, I am locutus of all. That's pretty good. That's yeah. one. Yes, I'm Donald Picard. Please identify yourself. That's good. That's, you know, that's pretty generic. That, that could be in anyone. Oh, well, well, he, you know, he was, he was aboard the, um, what was that old ship he commanded? The Star, the Star the Gazer? No, the, the, uh, yeah, the one that was, the Ferengi had given him that ship. Right. Please identify yourselves. We will destroy you. Right. That's the mission. You know, it was up with a die will. The ring guy goes, die will, Captain. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. We, we should, we well, should, you know, we should do that one week. That's, yeah, a, that's it, a great idea. And you know, Bruce, that that's really great. But we do have to kind of move on. We've only got about five minutes left. We got all a few right. other calls thank to make. Thank you for calling, though. Yeah, we're glad you bye. called. Bye. And call again. And I, I just want to say to all those viewers out there, all those listeners, viewers, viewers. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um, hey. A first caller called in. They won something. That's you know, right. you guys call in. Really, who knows what'll happen when that, another caller will call? There are in. always that's possibilities. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's what, that's what uh, Mr. Spock's like. Uh, listen, if you don't get in this week, if you don't get in this week. Call next week. Listen to us, to. please. Mm -hmm. Please do. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Come in. Mr. Zulu. Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Zulu's here. Uh, George, I hear you. Uh, yes. But hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling from Riverside. Hello. Uh, What's yeah. your name? Uh, Edward. Hello, Edward. Uh, Hello, Ed. George. How did the meeting uh, turn out? The the um, the get together for the candidate out here, which I hope he wins. Uh, the candidate uh, by uh, meaning Bill Clinton, perhaps. Yes. Uh, well, um, it it went very well, and of course um, I'm saving uh, uh, my uh, vote uh, to be cast on November second, like every good American uh, should. Not because you know I heard that the, the uh, I didn't have a chance to go to it. And I wanted to meet you, but um, uh, I, I I just couldn't do it at the time. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, well, uh, there was a, a gathering gathering here for uh, uh, Nisei uh, running for uh, uh, legislature, and you're supposed to come here and um, uh, you know have like a little get together. I, th oh. yeah. I think I think uh, I think someone has fallen into our little trap. Uh, George Takei is not, in fact, in the studio. I'm sorry if anyone was thinking that. Very, but he's very not. sorry, but, but he <laughs> Oh, isn't. I thought he was. No, no it, it, it's, it's just actually a, a testament a, a, to a, a the person who's doing it. I'm calling because I, I, uh, I'm listening over the telephone right now because the radio's mm -hmm. off, and I, I called in. This is, um, you know, I figured it was 10 o'clock in the evening. I was going to ask him a couple of questions. Oh. Yeah. Well, but, you know, there's a possibility he might he might be on the uh, talk trek in the future. So. Okay, I have a question. Will any other besides uh, Scotty be on on this season's Star Trek? We well, don't know. We don't know. But, you know, uh, uh, Dr. McCoy has been on. Mm -hmm. Mr. Spock has been on. And now Mr. Scott. So mm -hmm. the, there's always possibilities. Oh, no, always, always yeah. possibilities. <laughs> so you it, never know. This one, I think Mr. Scott uh, uh, was, uh, was done quite well, the way yes. they did it. Yes. It was. It was done in time. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was like a genie in the bottle, get him out. And then, um, like, show another adventure of where he goes and what he does. Because he does mm -hmm. have the, the, uh, the, uh, the smaller ship. Mm -hmm. yeah, that yeah. was kind of nice. Yeah, I, thought, I thought he was there. It was well thought out, I, I, I believe. 
Very much so. Very, very much so. Reverend. Indeed. Okay, I, I do enjoy the show. Thank you. For thank you. Oh, thank you. Way, yeah. I'm the one who called regarding the, uh, uh, if it would poss- be possible to put the show on Armed Forces Radio. Oh, uh-huh. that was you. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, I remember that call. Absolutely. Have you yeah. found out anything about it, or have you tried? I think I Joyce believe, was. Uh, yeah, I think Joyce is. Yeah, yeah we're working Joyce on placed the call, and uh, we don't know exactly what she found out yet. But it is progressing. Thanks for calling, young Edward. Voice of America, because you'd be surprised who listens in. Oh, yeah. Very good idea. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks a lot Ed. for calling. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Edmund. Hi, you're on Talk Track. Hi, this is Jane. Hello, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hey, Jane. Hello. Okay, I've only started listening just right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you're a new listener. <laughs> That's I right. Have, I, I really don't know what you're talking about. Something about extraterrestrials. Something <laughs> <laughs> well, the show is Talk Trek, and, uh, and we talk about Star Trek and related material. And tonight we, uh, we were talking a little bit about... Uh, about uh, the radio well, um, uh, telescope. Where are you calling from, Jane? You know me, don't you? Anna Jane? Anna Jane? Yes, me. Uh, okay. Uh, Kitty, it sounded uh, so far uh, away. <laughs> trying to pull one over on us. L.A., I'm from L.A. Oh. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to say hi and everything, and I'm wondering, when am I getting my bumper sticker? It's on its way. Yeah. I'm sure of that. It's on its way. We've, yeah. we've been a little bit backlogged. It'll be over with... somehow. <laughs> right. We'll make it there. Thanks a lot know. for thanks a lot for calling, Jane. We thanks have to go. We've, we're just about out of time. Oh, okay. Lost out. <laughs> thanks a lot. Bye, honey. That's right. We want to and thank everyone. Thanks for everyone for being here and uh, and for listening to us tonight. And uh, we had a great time. And join us next week. Joyce yeah. will be back. Joyce will That's be back right. with lots of stories. I'm sure. Adventures mm-hmm. from abroad. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Well, live long and touch that with a ten foot pole. Live long and prosper. Live long Have and a good prosper. Week. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Talk Track is furnished by Talk Track Enterprises.